0: Everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host, Ali Melniki, accompanied by my favorite co worker, Robert Kowalski. How are you doing today, Robert?
1: Allie, I'm great. Thanks so much for getting me back in the saddle again. There's, uh, I, I thought we were supposed to get a break after the football season. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> I mean, is there really ever a break with football? No, today no. We have the NFL draft coming up, but we are going to focus on NBA because we've already had some uh, action with the play in games. So we know all the seven seeds that make it Lakers made it out of the first round. They defeated the Timberwolves. And then if you look at the Eastern conference, the, it was kind of surprising for me, the Hawks beat the heat in an upset. So we're still waiting to find out the number eight seeds, but we might as well just get started with the preview. Cause let's be honest. I don't think any of the eight seeds are going to be either nuggets or the bucks, but Hey, I've seen stranger things happen, but I'm going to go off the presumptions that we haven't. Exactly, anyway, and that's that's exactly,
1: exactly true, Ali. And I'm so sorry. I, I I figure at the very least that by the end of this uh, this episode, we give our listener uh, maybe something different to root for. I'm I'm hoping that the angle that I found uh, in this particular year's version of the NBA playoffs might give us, uh, well, at the very least, someone live for the championship that maybe we're not used to.
0: Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll we'll get into our, <laughs> our predictions a little later. But let's start first, Robert, with the betting trends. What are you seeing so far? Let's start with the value. Like it, as you look at the odds to win, let's start with the conferences, Eastern Conference and Western Conference. What teams for each conference seem to have the best value? Now, not necessarily the best chance of winning it, but if you're a better and you don't wait, maybe want to bet the favorites, but you want to get some value with your bet, what futures bet are you singling on?
1: Yeah, I've, I... have Let's take a look. Let's start off, I guess, by by looking out at the East, and uh, my bottom four are are way up in triple digits. Uh, the Bulls and the Nets are both at two fifty to one to win the Eastern Conference, not win the title, just to win the East. Uh, followed by the Heat and the Hawks at hundred to one. So, if we were to focus on any one of those four, I actually got a couple of nibbles already on the Bulls. Now, I don't know if that's by uh, Ah, uh, by nature of last night's result. Yeah. Which, uh, if if you weren't tuning in, please go ahead and do find it. It won't be too difficult to find uh, the Chicago Bulls' newest twelfth uh, person. Um, uh, she was absolutely adorable. And yeah, DeMar Rosen's daughter. DeMar yeah. daughter was so cute. Good for her. Yep. Uh, I I honestly I, I don't want to even feel like you know it did have I I know it did. I know it had a factor in having to miss those free throws, but at uh, at two hundred fifty to one, they they might have a couple of pieces there. Now, look, you know we're not, we're not saying that they're going to go out and 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 topple the Celtics or the Bucks right now, but I I feel that they might have an outside shot at making the conference championships at this point. Ali, uh, anyone that might trickle into your uh, possibilities at the very least, maybe into get into the semifinals of the East.
0: Ooh, not from the play in teams. I would say entering this postseason for the NBA, I'm still high on the Kings. I know people aren't giving them a lot of credit, but I love what Mike Brown has done with this team. I've been a De'Aaron Fox fan since his days in college. Yes. I think the Lakers did themselves a great disservice when they passed on him and chose Lonzo Ball instead. I think Fox should have been the number two pick. I I love how this team has finally blossomed behind his leadership. I think that they're scrappy enough. I th- I think the Western Conference, Robert, is wide open. I don't think the Eastern Conference is wide open. I think That's it's fun. coming down to the Bucks and it's coming down to the Celtics. I think the Nuggets, as good as they have been all season, I still think they're a vulnerable number one seed. And like I said, I'm going to ride the Kings. I'm going to ride the scrappy team yeah. <laughs> that just has everything going for them right. It-, it reminds me of the Grizzlies last year, and now the Grizzlies, we know who they are. But when they had John Morant just get unleashed, I actually think they would have beat the Warriors if he doesn't get hurt in that series against them. So I'm going to ride with the Kings on this one.
1: Allie, this is excellent, right? So if we take a look out at the West, the Western Conference, okay, let's forget about the Wolves. The Wolves are 100 to 1 to win the West, uh, and the Thunder, 250. But you're absolutely right. If we think, and I do think, that the Suns and the Nuggets might be false top choices... In the Western Conference, then we might take a look at the Warriors at three to one, followed by the Lakers at eight. The Grizzlies are also eight to one. And now the Clippers and the Kings are 18 to one. Mind you, we're talking about the Sacramento Kings. They were the laughing. I mean, both of them, the Clippers and the Kings, were laughing stocks for like decades. Yep. Uh, but they finally put it all together, and I really do believe you're right. I I think it has plenty to do with coaching and giving these players a chance to play to their strengths. The Kings, Ali, I I want to come alongside with you. I think that they're going to make some noise this year. On, I just don't know if. Well, I, you know what? We'll probably know a lot at the conclusion right. of game one. What I like to say, I think Wiggins is going to make a really big difference. He's been out for, what, 20, 25 some odd games. And I think yeah. his return is going to make a very big difference in these playoffs, especially in the West. It's such a shame that the Kings have to play the Warriors because if I think, if I just read this correctly, Warriors got themselves a, a really fortuitous path to get into the finals. If I saw this correct because of the way that the season ended uh yeah i mean first off the warriors are taking a bus to the road games i don't think they're gonna fly to sacramento it's only like right. an hour bus it's ride so close. And, so close. and then in the next round the warriors get to avoid denver and phoenix in the next round right so man ali i look my heart i want to see the kings win i really do I don't want to see the Warriors advancing and you know you know defend their chain all that. I want to see something new and fresh. So I want to back them with you. Just if you just take a look at the first game, I mean the point spread is telling me otherwise, Um, and I, I think it's going to be darn close. But I don't know if they're going to have enough to just edge the Warriors. However, however. I'm telling you, next year, look out. And they're not going to be able to come in asleep on anybody. They're not going to be on anyone's sleepers list. I know that there were some books out there that were really taking a bath on uh, on the Kings to win the division. Yeah, Uh, and and that that was that you know that's already booked. Now it's a matter of seeing how far they go into the West. Uh, But you're right; it is out here in the West that I think we're going to see some eruptions in terms of who we're going to see represent the Western Conference this year, Ali.
0: Definitely. And we'll get more into that matchup one-on-one in a little bit, but let's talk about, we just talked value. Who's getting the most bets to win the Eastern Conference, Robert, the Western Conference, and to win it all? What teams are getting the most action?
1: Excellent. Right. So out East, um, there's pretty much just a, a a good flood of tickets, both on the Bucs and the Celtics. And, and no surprise there. Uh, the Bucs are almost even money at this point to win the East. The Celtics not too far behind the plus plus one hundred and sixty. We do have a few big tickets on the Cavs when they were about 40 to one to win the conference. Uh, But those are the the leaders right now in terms of uh, ticket and money being bet in the East out on the West. uh, There was already a good flow of money on the Warriors and Lakers. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Warriors at three to one, the Lakers, of course, at eight. However, there's a couple of tickets out there when the Suns, just prior to making the news that they were about to get Durant, they were about 20 to one to win the East. I'm sorry, to win the West. Uh, now they're clearly the favorite. They're uh, plus 180. Yeah, You might get two to one in some places. So uh, right now, uh, a pretty nice little liability here at my book here for the Warriors and Lakers. Uh, followed by the Suns, uh, so pretty much anyone else, including the Grizzlies, who I have inflated, uh, they're about 11 to 1 here. You might be able to find uh, uh, at a price similar to that, Ali, but right now uh, most of the money on the Warriors, Lakers, and the Suns in the West, and if we take a look at the championship, uh the big favorites, of course, uh, much right. like in the East, it's the Bucks and the Celtics. The Bucks at plus 250, the Celtics somewhere between 350 and four to one. Um, the ticket count highest goes on to Warriors. Oh, shocker. Uh, the most tickets are on the Warriors. However, uh, the most dollars bet are on the Lakers and then the Suns. Uh, Suns plus 450 to win the title. The Lakers are now 20 to one.
0: None of that surprises me. A lot of people bet, especially public letters with teams and players, that they're very familiar with LeBron, with the Lakers. Yes. Warriors obviously won it last year. They, they're they still a dynasty. I don't care what anyone says, you know, winning it last year. They proved themselves they could win with Durant. They could win with the And with the Suns, you do have Kevin Durant. So none of that surprises me at all, Robert. I think that the public are going to be in a rude awakening as I'm going to disagree with you. I actually think the Kings will get into a little bit more in depth later, but I do think the Kings will beat the Warriors. I just think that every game, the Warriors game, the Warriors play, they're just one injury away from losing a star. (laughs) I think the Kings are gritty. I really, you know, I picked the Warriors to win last year and I was right. Don't forget they were three seed, but I saw them a little scrappy last year. I thought that they had something to prove after losing Kevin Durant after really not making the postseason the the prior season because they were dealing with all different injuries and it was the first time the big three Durant not Durant the big three with with Steph Curry with Klay Thompson and with Draymond were back so they were a little more I don't I don't know if motivated is the right word for it last year but they were the underdogs last year no one really expected them to get there so I I'm going with the underdog mentality but. Let's move straight into the first round matchups. Now I mentioned before, we don't know the number one versus number eight yet, but I don't really think that has too much of an impact in the first round. Let's start with the Eastern Conference, Robert. And I want to start with a matchup. I'm actually very excited to see. This is my favorite matchup for the Eastern Conference round one games. And that's the number four Cavaliers versus the number five Knicks. What are we looking at for the odds here for who wins the series?
1: Okay, excellent. Right. And so if we break down... The odds on the series we have, let's see. Okay. Knicks Cavs. Right. That's what we've got here. Okay. Uh, Game one. Cavaliers are five and a half point favorites, Mm -hmm. of course, hosting the Knicks for the series. Two dollars. So minus 200 on the Cavs to win this series against the Knicks. So it's plus 175 on the buyback. Uh, I got to say, Allie, with everything being considered, really, what's the question mark? Julius Randle, I suppose?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I like the Cavs here. I'm very happy watching the Cavs this season. I think Donovan Mitchell was the perfect acquisition they could have got to go along with all the young guys. They said they bid adieu to Colin Sexton, which I thought was the right move. Darius Garland, you know, some of the other, other guys that they're playing with. I think this is a great team to watch. I've really had fun watching them in the limited times. I have seen them all year, but I've kind of always rooted for the Cavs after LeBron left. I don't know why. I just always had a soft spot for them. <laughs> they did finally get rid of Kevin Love too, who was basically just being a bench warmer the past few seasons. Never really lived up to, to that to that deal he signed when he signed the extension while LeBron was still there. The Knicks, I have so much respect for what Tom Thibodeau has done with this Knicks team. I really like watching them too. You have, you know, Barrett, like you said, you have you have Randall still question mark. I just I think this is gonna be a six-game series, Robert. I do think it's gonna go meet it has the potential to go seven games, but I think that the Cavs close it out in six. I think when you play in that Cleveland in Cleveland's arena, that fan base is just gonna be so loud. This is the first playoff game that they had since LeBron was on the team. I really think Donovan Mitchell is an underrated leader and he's playing again with a lot of young guys that he's really just taken under his wings. So I'm going to go with the Cavs in this series. How about you?
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Ali. I think that if you look at what Mitchell's going to be able to do, especially against the Knicks, I don't think that they're the best defensively and maybe that's why they're, you know, they're only, you know, in the bottom half of, of the seating. I mean, look, Both the Cavaliers and the Knicks they are two young teams. They've really started to turn it up and they're peaking right as the playoffs begin. So I think that both of them are going to stick around really late. Heck, I think actually it might even go seven. Uh, So I, too, will pick the Cavaliers, uh, except in seven games.
0: All right, let's go to the next one before the season. Everyone probably would have loved this matchup. You have the 76ers as the number three seed, the Nets as the number six seed. But surprise, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are no longer on the Nets. It's a completely different looking team, but they still managed to make the postseason with the number six seed. Robert, what are the odds for this series?
1: That they are, exactly. So uh, if we take a look at how everything played itself out, really a different kind of a look. So you can probably shop around and find the 76ers uh, probably no shorter than as minus one thousand to win the series. The biggest favorite by far on the board, uh, outside of the Celtics and Hawks. But yeah, heck, I mean, there's some places that are even as high as thirteen hundred uh, to win a hundred dollars. So the buyback, you could probably find it anywhere, about six to one, seven to one, maybe uh, you know seven and a half to one on the Nets to win. Gonna be tough, uh, especially being that uh, game number one in Philadelphia has the Sixers as an eight point favorite already, Allie.
0: I would actually take the Nets in game one to cover. I don't think that they win in game one, but I think that this is a spunky team that is playing to prove that they deserve a roster spot next year. And I actually think game one, they come out and they make it close. I think the 76ers end up winning at home, but I maybe the Nets upset them in game one, but I think that's the best game they're going to play in this series. And I actually think this series is over in about five games, Robert. So I'm going to go with the Sixers here. How about you?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a good point. I didn't think about just breaking down. And we I think I remember we did this last year where if you might be able to find yourself into a position that you can time the series prices, that might be to your favor. Not one here. This the 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 disparity in the pricing is, is too far a gap to really find uh, a, a good position here. However, you're right. Uh grabbing eight, heck, yeah, there's even an eight and a half in one place yeah. here. Uh maybe not a bad idea to, you know, grab some of the points there in game one. However, yeah, it's probably. I'll, battle battle. <laughs> I'll, 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 you know, I'll go six games. Uh, I'll, I'll say Nets pick up two, so uh, Sixers uh win the series uh, four to two. Take them in six.
0: All right, next one, Robert, the number two seed Celtics versus the number seven seeded Hawks. What's the series pricing for this one?
1: And this one is the highest. The Celtics are all the way up to minus 1,600 to win this against the Hawks. So you're finding the Hawks possibly anywhere between 9, even 10 to 1 to win this series. Forget about winning the title or even the conference. They're 10 to 1 to win this series. Uh, And conversely, uh, if you take a look at game number one, they're even a bigger favorite. The Celtics are a nine-point favorite hosting the Atlanta Hawks in game one Saturday night.
0: I have, I don't, I'm not gonna spend much time on, on this one. <laughs> the Celtics sweep them. It, it, it's a sweep. I don't even <laughs> think it's a gentleman's sweep. Listen, I'm not a big fan of the Atlanta Hawks primarily because of Trey young. I really never liked his game, even in his lone year at Oklahoma. I always thought he had a bad attitude. I think he's a ball hog. I think he yells at his teammates too much, especially his coaches. There's no reason Nate Millen should have been fired. It should have been Trey young that got more of the heat. So I, I give them credit for beating the Heat in their playing game, yes. but I don't think they're any match for the Celtics. Again, if I we've been hearing rumors that the Hawks might be shopping a trade for Trey Young, I don't think that's the worst move. I think he's a cancer in the locker room. He should have the the, the the Hawks, Robert, in the Eastern Conference should have been a top five team, in my opinion, after they acquired De, DeJonta Murray in the offseason from the Spurs. They just have sunk further and further ever since they they met the Bucks in the championship. But no, yeah, Eastern Conference Finals right. two seasons ago. They weren't that good last year, so I think this is a sweep, and that's all I need to say about that. <laughs> <But>
1: yeah, <laughs> spicy, nice. You know, I think that there might be a, a small and the smallest of windows that maybe Atlanta picks up one win in, in one of yeah, their home Trey games. Trey
0: young. will have to go something like eight <laughs> for eight or nine from the <laughs> three point line or,
1: and such a great point. You're right. I mean, they really should have done better. So this has been, you know, I mean, look, they barely scrapped out a 500 season. You're, you're absolutely right. They should have done far, far better. In my opinion, with Murray, I thought that they would have been easily, uh, uh, you know, a, a top six, if not even a top four team on the East that didn't happen. Um, Yeah. Maybe I am being a little generous by having the uh, Celtics win the series four to one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't think, uh, I I don't think there's any question that the Celtics have this series in the back. All right. Next one, Robert is the Western conference. Let's start from, I know we started with the four seeds in the Eastern conference. Let's start with the two seeds, the number two Grizzlies versus number seven seeded Lakers. I live in LA. I'm not a LeBron James fan. I'm not an Anthony Davis fan. So I have not been rooting for the Lakers the last few seasons, I did root for the Lakers back in the Kobe years. I loved how Kobe played. I don't like LeBron James, like I said. I don't like Anthony Davis. I just don't like their attitudes and how they play the game. But obviously everyone in LA thinks that the Lakers are going to win the finals. I want to be so right on this, Robert, when I say I don't I don't even think they win this series. But before we get into it, what are the series odds?
1: Allie, you got me. You got me rolling already. We didn't even <laughs> break down the prices. The Lakers are a dog in the series to the Memphis Grizzlies, very likely because Memphis did pick up. I mean, look, first off, they're the two seed, right? So they are going to get the extra home game here. I, um, But with that being said, wouldn't you think that the number two seed would be a little bit of a higher price? Mm-hmm. They're only $1.35. Uh the pricing, your pricing may vary depending on the shop that you go to. I actually opened them at 135 uh and I saw some 140s. There's a 155 out there. Uh so if, if you play your numbers right, depending on who you like here, um, you probably want to go ahead and, and make sure you get the best price. So the Lakers at plus 115 to win the series in Memphis makes me wonder if the price is so low. In the seating, right? We kind of talked a little bit about this during the uh, March Madness tournament where seating sometimes is a little bit misleading. Um, you know, in this instance right here, hmm, makes me wonder if the price is so tiny, if just maybe, just maybe, those two teams are paired up pretty equally offensively and defensively, Allie.
0: So normally I would agree with that assertion, but I think that the public just loves the Lakers. They want to pick LeBron James. They want to pound the Lakers, that it's a bit <laughs> inflated because of that. I actually think that the Grizzlies are a superior team. I'm not buying the this new look Lakers that snuck into the postseason because they had be an <laughs> easy schedule down the line and it looked like D'Angelo Russell was they they, they did their Maya Copa, shouldn't have traded him. Yes. Or yeah. Whatever. I think that the Grizzlies they just got swag Robert and they're not afraid to go up against the Lakers I think they want to face the Lakers in round one I think the Lakers are too old I think all of their roster is just one twisted ankle away from from missing a series they're still an old team even though they they made some young moves with Russell with Rui Hachimura a few other guys that they acquired around the trade deadline I'm not buying it. I think that the series goes about six games. I think the maybe seven. In that case, I still think that the Grizzlies pull it out and win. I'm going with the younger team, the hungrier team. I'm sticking with the Grizzlies. How about you?
1: Allie, and I have to tell you this full disclosure to everybody, and everybody knows by now, I mean, how much we talk about the New York Giants. We all know. I mean, we're, we're both, you know, we're we're both back east. You know, we're, we're in the tri-state area. So I have no skin in the game here at all. Okay, and definitely I you know, I've got no Laker love. With uh, that being said, yeah. with that being said, I really think that we're going to see um the Memphis Grizzlies miss Steven Adams. I think his presence inside is really significant. And with him out for the remainder of this year, I think the Lakers are going to be able to exploit this. It goes seven. And then if it goes seven. I really think if the Lakers have the same team that they have in game one, I think they win this series.
0: The Grizzlies have to win game one. So I will say that the Grizzlies need to take control of the series. They need the Lakers to backpedal and whatnot. They need to get LeBron. They need to get LeBron uncomfortable with his team. When LeBron becomes uncomfortable with his team, he tends to take control. And that's never, that used to be good maybe 10 years ago with LeBron, but he's a much older guy now. I don't think that they could just lean on LeBron. And I think it's going to wear him out if they have to lean on LeBron too much. Yes. He's not anymore. So yeah. I think the Grizzlies do have to win. But you make a good point. If it does go seven, I would be worried. If I bet the Grizzlies for the series and it goes seven games, I would I would be worried to face LeBron in in game seven. However, I do think it's going to go six games. And I think the Grizzlies are going to wrap it up. They're still hungry. They still believe that they should have been in the finals last year had John Morant not got hurt. I know that he's had a controversial season. He's made a lot of headlines for unsavory actions of his. But when it comes down to basketball, the guy can ball. I'm going with the Grizzlies.
1: Nice. All right, we'll put a pin in this one. See how we go into the next round.
0: (laughs) This one, I'm actually – I want to get your opinion on it because I think you agree with me, but (laughs) – We'll see what is with the number four Suns and the number five Clippers. What is the series pricing here,
1: Robert? <laughs> I knew you would save this one. <laughs> oh, I
0: knew oh, right when I wrote this one, I'm like, oh, Robert. Not <laughs> fun with this one.
1: So I am a little um, out of whack uh, from the rest of the market. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you an aggregate number. The Suns, of course, with the extra home game are a favorite to beat the Clippers in this series. Anywhere between, let's just say, minus 420. I see a minus 450. I see a minus 480 uh, in in some shops. So that means you could get the Clippers to win the series anywhere between uh, 340 all the way up to like 375 against the Suns here.
0: All right. So these are two teams that heading into the postseason, if I didn't know what seeds they were, they were two teams I would want to fade. Unfortunately, they're both playing each other, so I (laughs) got one to win. In this case, Robert, I am going with the underdog in this series. I am going with the Clippers. may surprise you. You Probably people might have thought I have gone with the Suns wrong. I think that the Suns are too injury-prone, and even if they all manage to stay healthy, I just don't know how this chemistry between three main guys, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul, that have only been together and played together a few games – I don't know how that translates to the longevity of this series. I think that the Clippers are gritty. I think that between Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, I think Russell Westbrook has a bit of a resurgence with them. I think that the Clippers swing by the Suns. I think it goes seven games. It's going to go to the distance. And I think the Clippers win in Phoenix. How about you, Robert?
1: Okay. we. <laughs> I really wanted to be alongside with you here.
0: Oh, um, I thought you were. You're you, I know. Your I dad. know.
1: I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm taking the team from Arizona. Oh, look, boy. here's here's why. And then, look, first off, the price, I would never pay this price no. because I, too, believe that this goes seven. I think that this is going to come down. So, like, for example, game one, the Suns are a seven-point favorite, right? And And so they're going to have to deal with whatever they have to deal with at this point. You know, whether or not Marcus Morris is going to play, you know, that's still questionable. We'll probably find out when we get far closer to Saturday afternoon because it's his back. Uh, you know, it, it's I honestly think the first team to blink as a dog on the road. That's where start, when things start to get a really, really, really hairy. So if in reality you wanted to take a look at this series, it's the first team to win on the road. That's going to really right. start to upset this apple cart. And uh, you know, I I don't I it it's almost as if I have to take the clippers with the price on the it's series because it, it it you then eventually because here's the thing: the Suns are seven point favorites in game one. If they go seven, I'm telling you right now, the Suns in game seven in Phoenix, they're gonna probably be three and a half, maybe four, mm-hmm. because they've already played each other six times, and you know it's gonna be a lot shorter, it has to be so. I would probably think from the positioning here this we're talking about how you can hedge off a series price, um, take the dog, right? So in in this instance, I will back you to take the series, right? Because you think that if uh, the the Clippers right now at plus 350, I think that that might be a little too short. Uh, So if everything plays itself out correctly, right? Just follow me here for like 10 seconds. The Suns will win game one. The Suns win game one, the Suns will end up becoming like a $6 favorite. So now you could get the Clippers at like five to one the series. Then you could bet the Clippers at five to one, knowing full well that they'll still have their allotment of home games. It'll tighten up. Next thing you know, it's game seven. Hey, maybe you've got the Suns that maybe you know, close to like a three, three and a half point favorite. Eh, little, a little money management fun there. But, you know, look, the bottom line is this. Both of these teams should be literal championship contenders every single season if they were healthy and that's the circled bolded italic word. And that's never the case. I don't know if we're going to see Paul George healthy ever again. Right. Uh, you know, that, that being said, I, I do agree. I think that the series price is uh, way too high uh, uh, on the sun side right now.
0: Yeah. And I should have mentioned at the top um, that Paul George is slated to probably miss the start of the series. Robert, do you have any update how many games he might miss because to your point, if he if they do lose game one and he comes back game two, that's just even more reason to maybe jump on the Clippers. Do, have you heard anything new?
1: No, yeah, that's that's right. And I, I don't know, it, you know, a knee injury. This is not the first time he's injured that same knee. It, it might be a bit. It might be a bit before he comes back. I don't know. It'd be nice to see him back during the series. I, I I think that it's not going to keep him out for the entirety.
0: Right. I th- I if you want my honest opinion, I think he comes. Well, it depends. If don't forget, this is playoff Kawhi and we've seen playoff Kawhi come out <laughs> and he could carry a team. So yes. if if somehow the Clippers sneak a game when it is sneak a game in the first two in Phoenix, I think Paul George comes back sooner rather than later. I think if they know that they have an opportunity to win two games at home and go up 3-1, if that's the case, I think that they're going to call him back sooner. So we'll, all see. we'll see how it plays out. That's but right. let's go to the final... We we alluded to this earlier, but the final matchup, because again, we don't have the one and the eight. Number three Kings versus number six Warriors. Robert, what are the series odds?
1: Alright, so the Warriors you're going to find as the favorite, uh, despite them, again, seeding, being spoken otherwise. Uh, the Warriors you'll find pricing anywhere between minus 260 all the way up to as high as minus 275. So you could find the Kings to win this series anywhere between uh, plus 220, yeah, plus yeah, 210 even, as low as Uh, all the way up to plus 235.
0: This goes back to my assessment with the Grizzlies and Lakers. I think that this series pricing is inflated because people like the Warriors, they still are disrespecting the Kings. I love the Kings. This is my lock it in. This is my nothing but locks best bet. I think that the Kings (laughs) win this series in six games, maybe seven, but I'm gonna go with six games on this one. How about you, Robert?
1: Nice. Let's trademark that by the way. Let's get yes. someone on that. <laughs> this we is will. nothing but locks. Play Lock of the, the podcast. I love it. Um, I will say that this is going to be first off, I love watching these this Kings team. Yes. only because I, I want to see them light the beam every single time. There's this this they look. They've been they've been waiting for this for so many years. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that they've gotten finally to a point where they you know have something to root for. Yes, Ali, this is a formidable team. The Sacramento Kings are. They're just really inexperienced right now. I don't know if they're ready to take on this tall glass that is the Warriors team right now. Much will have to. First off. You know, Iguodala's been out for the better part of the month. He's not He's not going to be playing at all. The question to me is Wiggins, right? So as of yesterday, um, he's now probable to play in this series. And I think that if he comes in, head screwed on straight, and he's got his A game, I don't think that the Kings are going to have enough to answer for him along with the usual suspects on the Warriors. That being said, this is another seven-game series. Um, and I, I really think that it's going to come down to how effective Wiggins is going to be, um, you know, just in his regular. I mean, we know what he's capable of. Uh, just look at last year. If he comes on in game one, all guns blazing, I, I don't think that the Suns, well, that's I'm sorry, not the Suns. I don't think that the Kings are going to have, uh, you know, a, a good fair shot to win this series. I, I still think that this does go seven. I'm going to pick the Warriors in this one.
0: All right, well, Robert. Before we wrap up this episode, what is your finals prediction? You said it here first. We're gonna get held to it. What is your prediction?
1: <laughs> it's got to come right now. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is. We're we're finally at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, out of the East. I just want to make sure that our CEO is not listening right now. <laughs> I'm picking the Boston Celtics to represent the East. And out in the west, I'm going to pick the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, no, I know you
0: didn't. This is
1: horrible. I know it's so not bad. 19. This it's not be 1987.
0: It like <laughs> better be Gonzaga from 2022 and Houston from 2023.
1: <laughs> I know it's not 1987, but they sure are making me think that this is probably going to be the year that we see this. I know uh, that um ABC certainly wants to see that matchup I think. <laughs> right. Yeah, they definitely do. Um so uh-huh. yes, I I did hint at it. I said I was going to go out and uh say something that uh some people may uh you know come back at me on Twitter. Yeah, you know, it's 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 very likely. Um but that's uh that, that's going to be my uh uh podcast episode prediction for uh the East meets West. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I always take a favorite and I always take an underdog. So I think the Bucks are going to are going to represent the Eastern conference. I know it's boring, but I think that they will play the Celtics in the Eastern conference finals. It'd be a rematch of their matchup last year. They weren't in the fourth. Yeah. They were in the finals together, I believe. No, were they in the finals? I, I forget. Yep. Anyway, they did face each other last year. The Celtics won in seven games. I think that this is a rematch. I think Boston, I think that Boston loses. I think that Milwaukee wins. And I'm going to ride hot on the Kings this year. I'm going to really go for them. I think that they're going to stun the Warriors. I think that, everything, that, that some of the bigger dogs are going to take out the bigger seeds. And it's just all going to fall into place. I think they're like the Grizzlies from last year. They're scrappy. They're hungry. So... I'm going to go Sacramento Kings versus Milwaukee Bucks, a matchup that ABC definitely does not want to see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Allie, let me tell you, if this comes true, man, I can't wait to come back to this. I'm going to replay this episode time and time again. I'm just going to keep pointing to it. Hey, I think I'm you- still
0: riding high that I called UConn from from <laughs> months ago that they were going to win the whole thing. So I'm still on a little bit of a hot streak.
1: I'm going to give All that right, one but- around.
0: Yes. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Robert, so much for joining me. We'll be back next week to recap how the NBA's uh, playoffs are going. We'll sprinkle in a little NHL. NHL actions has started as well. And Robert, before we sign off, any last thoughts or words for the audience?
1: Yeah, by the way, if if you're also not following, I know we're only literally like a dozen games into the baseball season, but uh, clearly it looks like stolen bases are going to reach a record uh right now the the number yes. of stolen bases i think the stolen base average is like 81 percent and that's for the league not for like one player uh we'll definitely be touching on that as we get towards the end of this month and uh, early may because things are changing in baseball
0: yes and i think that's for the good all right everyone thanks for joining take care yeah.